Hello, welcome to What's Up with Lamasita. Remember, you're listening to WLPN LP 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio Chicago, broadcasting from the comfort of our homes. My name is Vic, and today I'm glad I get to sit down and present with a wonderful group. Now, they're going to be performing at Rito Fest on August 20th, opening the fest with wonderful energy and good vibes. The band I'm referring to is The Mini Projects. As a brand new young band coming out from the northwest suburbs of Chicago, the Mini Projects consists of siblings, Emmy, Michael, and Angel. Pattern Dreams showcases their young, fresh vibe with an indie retro style of music. introducing yourself to the audience name and your instrument my name is emmy and i am the vocalist and lead guitarist for the band the mini projects my name is angel i'm 19 years old uh i play the drums and i like anime and then our bassist his name is michael (laughs) he's also our brother uh, and he's 20 he's gonna be 21 soon oh my god and he's he's dumb so no he's not <laughs> he plays the bass <laughs> all right now that we've gotten to know you let's get started so angel you already half answered my first question i saw that your profile picture on insta was luffy and as someone who's like caught up on one piece i had to know do you all mess with anime and manga but i Yo, guess we know now let's get it luffy luffy's the man currently i'm in alabasta i just started i just started like a couple weeks ago so i'm watching it with my girlfriend but yes me and my brother Mike are we watched a bunch of different anime. That's crazy. My girlfriend's on Alabaster, bro. That's wild. Really know, that's crazy. Alright then. Now that we know, I think everybody's happy to know that y'all mess with anime. So now I gotta ask. I'm gonna quote your brother, okay? On April 11th, 2021, he said, We're gonna be the best suburban band. How is the progress on that endeavor? Well, the progress is doing pretty well right now. We're wrapping up on our final music video, the visual album. So as soon as we finish that, you're gonna be hearing our names everywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, basically we're doing something that we have not really seen any other band accomplish or do, or maybe like not get it as far as what we're trying to do. And that is to create a visual album supporting the album Pattern Dreams. So all of our music videos that are already out, they're all connected that are, they're going to tell a story. So we're right now wrapping up with the last music video that we hope to do it by end of September, beginning of October. So that's already separating us from 
all the other bands from the from the suburban area. Like we don't think we've seen that done on a bigger scale. <laughs> so that last music video that would be for Disconnected then? Uh no, that is that was just a single that we wanted to put out just for the fans. We had not released anything in over a year. So that will not be connected to this uh, visual album. That was really just something for like, we just wanted to do that for- uh, Disconnected. For I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. it's not connected to that. <laughs> okay, okay. So then uh, about the music videos, there is someone who stars in all of them who isn't in the band. Ven Conmigo, Introverted, Did You Study? The main character of all those is the same person. And I gotta ask, who is that? So that is uh, one of our artist friends. His name is Adrian, Adrian Messino. We wanted to have him as the main character, number one, because we don't see a lot of characters that look like him telling a story. Like we don't see a lot of brown people like portraying like stories, music videos, all of that. So that was why we wanted to pick him. And he is playing the main character in this short film slash visual album. So when that is completed, which it will be showcased at the end of the year, it'll really explain like what's going on with this character and like, what is he doing? Like what's he dealing with? What is he going through? Um, we didn't want to go with the stereotypical, like, you know, white Latino, white Latina <laughs> to showcase like our stories. Um, but yeah, that is our friend, uh, Adrian Messino, that he's been supporting us through this whole entire process. So Elephant in the Room, yesterday you released a new single, Disconnected, and I've listened to the song and I really like the harmony and instrumental elements, but I will say this seems like a lower vibe compared to the rest of your music. Like it's somber, like the end of a summer or something. Is there any particular reason for that? It was actually supposed to be a slow song, an even slower song. I wrote that song last summer in the middle of the pandemic, so it actually does talk about it, it was written as part of like, what are we going through like during this pandemic? We haven't, we were not able to like see people, see our friends, family. Um, so it is a very like brooding, dark song um, because it explained like, we're not connected with anybody else. Like, you know, what am I to do during all of this? Uh, so that's why that song sounds kind of dark. <laughs> Okay then, is there anything else that like you want to mention about the song? Anything the world needs to know? About Disconnected, the single? Yes. Well, I personally really, really like that song. Like, I, I really am happy with the way it was recorded and the final product. So, I mean, I, I'm just beyond happy that you got to listen to it. Like, anyone who gets to listen to it and, and tell me that it's good, like, it really means a lot. So, thank you, and I hope you guys check it out. We recorded it in our basement. It was actually our very first single 
that we did not record in a studio. All of our other things in the past have always been in a studio. And of course, again, that has to do because of the pandemic, it's been so hard um, to be able to find a space that would allow us to record, not only record, but allow us to bring our own uh, friend, Jose, who is our engineer, um, to be able to record us in a studio. So it was a challenge. Uh, we just were like, what if we just tried it in our basement and, you know, we did everything we could, but Jose was really the mastermind, as well as our other friend Armando, who's from another Chicago band, Eso Funk. Uh, both of them really helped us to shape up this song for what it is now as the final product. So it was a good effort. <laughs> now that you say that uh, it was recorded in a basement, there's a different kind of acoustic to it. about the white elephant in the room why don't you want to talk about what you're going through or like communication you know anxiety all of that um that is why there's always a white elephant in all of these music videos and he's he's gonna be portrayed in the entire visual album uh short film so i'm happy that you caught it because some people have been like wait there is a white elephant or like some people just don't even understand that there is a white elephant <laughs> They just like, it passes their heads. But yeah, there is a reason why there's a white elephant in every single music video, and all these music videos are gonna get connected. No, every time I watch one of your music videos, I'm like taking notes and analyzing it. So <laughs> I, I gotta catch everything, you know? Um, <laughs> and then, is there like a particular band or artist who inspires you guys in your work? Oh yeah, you wanna? Uh, well, there's a couple, uh, because originally, I had the idea for this band, and it was mostly just as a joke, right? Because I really enjoyed the type of music that I was listening to, which was, it's called Bedroom Pop. And a lot, like two, two main artists that I listen to a lot is one, one is Boy Pablo, who I got to see recently in Chicago. 
Uh, and then the other one was by the late band Hers. So rest yeah, rest in peace, Hers. But they also um, inspired me to you know come up to my sister and be like, yo, we should we should try some of this, or you know, it's not it would be like it would be fun. So those two bands for me would probably be the ones that inspired me. Yeah, for me, it, one of the main bands that I really am most inspired by or influenced by, I think it's more influenced like by their sound, is the band The Vines. Most people know The Vines by their like main popular song, Ride, Ride With Me, or Get Free, which was like used in the 2000s on like the iPod uh, commercials. Like that was like, you know, the main theme song. But I dug deeper into that band and my vocal styles is a huge part because of the Vines. The Vines, the lead singer Craig Nichols uses a lot of double tracks. He does a lot of very simple melodic, like oohs and laws, like that kind of style. And I, I incorporate that obviously, like you could hear it in Disconnected. Like the main chorus is, like take me far from here. And he does a lot of that. So the Vines, for me personally, really influences my sound from his vocal style. So I encourage people to check them out, dig deeper. For sure. Um, and then I know during a pandemic, it can be kind of tough to stay like mentally healthy and feel good about yourself and stuff like that. But I am wondering, does the sibling like kind of dynamic working with your siblings, playing music with them, does that help at all? Well, I mean, there are obviously going to be times when we argue because, you know, every every family goes through that. And, you know, being our practice room is not that big. Like, it's honestly pretty small mm -hmm. from like other practice rooms that, you know, we could have. But, you know, it's in our house, so we're not going to go rent out a, a, a place to practice. It's in our house, so we're going to make use of it. But the times that we do get in an argument, like, my older brother, Michael, who's the bassist, he would always say like, it's, it's he views it as tough love because <laughs> when we argue, it's mostly just about how we're gonna tackle the song or how we're gonna go about it, you know, because we don't want it to just sound one way. Like, like Emily, she's the lead singer, but everything that she says is not the way that the song's gonna be, you know, we got me and Michael who also like to, you know, incorporate our own sounds. So, you know, we just like, you know, we just talk about the song and how we're gonna go about it. I go to art school, so I've got like a lot of artist friends. And I know artistic ego can be pretty bad as well. What do you think is worse, sibling ego or artistic ego? Well, 
I mean, I'm an artist too. I don't like, I don't go to art school, but in high school I did take art class and I can, I can like understand where you're coming from with the ego. But honestly, I think it's more with the artist that's harder because, you know, it, it's kind of, it, it, I mean, it's not new for us because we've been playing music since I was 12, right? Right. But this time it's our own thing. It's our art. So that's why we're like, we care more. We care more for it. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's it's harder for me when it, when it comes with the ego with an artist because, you know, she's my sister and, you know, she's always going to be my sister at the end of the day. Uh, that's just me personally. I think uh, I, I, I could probably agree. Like it, the hardest thing is probably like the art aspect. Um, and now like at least, you know, again, it's like we say, like it takes time. Um, now I like honestly, I just brag like, yeah, I have the best. I have the best drummer. I have the best basses on my band. And I need to remind myself like I have talented people on my band. So I should, you know, give them just as much respect because of that. So I put my ego to the side to incorporate the talent and show off the talent that that these two guys have. So yeah, at the beginning it was like the art thing that was the hardest thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gotta feel good, right? Like you're working with family to have your family out there and for those people to be representing you, you want them to look good as well. Mm-hmm. So I see that. Uh, I know you guys learned music from your parents, right? When you were younger. What elements do you think you took from them that you continued to implement into your own music? The consistency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, above everything else is the consistency. Uh, consistency in practice, consistency with networking and putting our name out there, putting our work out there, uh, and also keeping ourselves grounded. Our dad is like a big, big, big advocate of being humble musicians because, you know, he grew up also being a musician and being in different bands and, you know, cover bands. And he was a wedding singer too. And that's been the main, main thing that he would always instill with us is like to keep yourself grounded, uh, to not let your, you know, your talent surpass like the kind of person that you can be. Well, I don't know what else. <laughs> well, I mean, our dad was the one that taught all of us. So every time I pick up the sticks to play the drums, I always think about how my dad had the patience to oh, teach yeah. me, you know, the first basic beat. And then it was up to me to like keep practicing. So whenever I whenever I play or practice, I always think about my dad's patience. And like, even if I'm playing in a long gig now, I'm if I'm playing for three hours, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm tired, but, you know, my dad did this. My dad still does it with us, you know, because we're also in another band. It's a cover band. Like, we play at weddings, quinceañeras. So we still do that aside. Which and, helps to, like, pay for what we got to do for the mini project. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's just, I think more about my dad's patience, you know. Yeah. I, so you guys didn't mention one thing I was really hoping you'd mention. You would n- never consider bringing over your dad's mullet. Like, I feel like Mikey would kill with a mullet. 
Oh my god! Oh my Honestly, god! Honestly, we've talked about that actually. Yeah, I mean, I I know I wouldn't rock it because I hate long hair. I tried doing it and I I just hate it. So uh, Michael likes long hair, but I mean, I don't know if he'll do a mullet. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he he, he jokes about it, but I don't think he. Would yeah, I don't think he would actually like commit. Do it. I'll hold out hope. Um, <laughs> So I watched uh, your virtual Rito Fest from last year, and there's like a certain feel you get from that too, right? You see the different little bits you get to do, uh, this or that, etc. What do you guys prefer, like a live show or the online show? Mm. Oh man. I think, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of hard because I, I consider myself an introvert. So I wouldn't say that I find live shows, you know, uncomfortable. But it does feel nice to play in the comfort of your house, you know, and not having to like move equipment and set up and then take down like that. That definitely is a big pro to playing, you know, at home or in a live stream, in a, in a live stream setting, you know. But I do like seeing, you know, people enjoy themselves. I like the, the response, the response. Yeah. And I like I like just, you know, making people feel good. So if I don't see that, you know, it kind of feels weird. Like, I don't know. Silence. Yeah. I mean, I, I think any any band or any artist should take advantage of doing both because live stream shows, you feel more comfortable trying new things because there's not an actual like live audience in front of you. So you get to experiment more like, well, let's try doing this song this way or like, you know, what's us around with this style this way. Um, and it actually makes, well, for me, it made me feel more comfortable as a performer, like putting the performance aspect into the band. Uh, whereas like before, like live performances, I would always get so nervous. So I would just be like, I'm just playing. And now that we've been going back to doing live shows, I feel more comfortable because I got to do other things in a live stream setting. So I, I, I would recommend people to do both if they have a chance. Yeah, I think there's uh, a value that comes from both for sure. Because as much as like a live setting has a lot more energy, it does become tough to like maintain your nerves and stuff. So I see that. So I know Angel likes anime, but what other content do you guys consume on your own time? It doesn't have to contribute to your music. I'm just curious. Mm, well, me personally, I don't really watch a lot of movies. I think I watch more TV shows than movies. The only movies I really get excited about are like the Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe movies because, I mean, I grew up <laughs> reading the comic books. My oldest brother, he introduced me to that stuff. So, you know, anything with comics and like, like even DC, I'll like. I like to watch that. But yeah, I mean, most of the time I'm just sitting down watching anime or sometimes on YouTube. But yeah, I mean, oh, I do like watching this one guy on YouTube. His name is Bizarre Hub. And if you guys like being scared. Oh yeah. His, his stuff is called Scary Compilation. 
And just, I'm just gonna say that if you want to be scared, turn off the lights, <laughs> be by yourself, and you're definitely gonna be scared because I like being scared. So I guess I do like watching scary stuff uh, as well. Scary. Yeah. Me, I, I, outside of music, I, I don't know. I try to step away, honestly, because I'm involved in music in one way or another. If I'm not playing music, I'll go to support other bands and go watch their shows, or I'll go catch a band that I really follow and I really like. Content, uh, I'm the same. I just watch like you know sitcom, TV shows. I've been into like the Golden Girls. It's like you know that's like classic '80s like sitcoms. I'm watching that. Um, and I do, I love, love watching documentaries. Like, I'm not a big like movie, movie kind of person, but documentaries, I love watching documentaries. I will say, uh, Angel, you're a lot braver than I am because when I want to get scared, I just watch true crime, which isn't even that scary. <laughs> uh, so I will absolutely not do what you said, but if anybody, <laughs> if, if anybody listening wants to, that that's all you. It looks like we're running low on time, so I'm going to ask y'all one last question, and then we got to go. But seeing as you guys make a bunch of different types of music, or different kinds of music, do you guys see yourself going in any like particular direction, or do you, do you see yourself continuing to branch out into more different kinds of music in the future? I think we're still... I think we're going to generally stay within like the indie sound, indie rock sound. Um, we are Chicano at the end of the day, so myself in my writing style like i i'm gonna continue like incorporating spanish you know sprinkled in with my lyrics because i do want to show you know that we are first generation mexican-american and i think it's so cool that there's more there's more latinos latinas latinx uh bands that are diving into this genre like for the longest time it was always i would always just see you know white people like doing this music so it's cool that now there's definitely a, a growth in that. And I think like we do want to, you know, sprinkle in our Latin sounds in between that, but that's only my, me speaking. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like for us, we just like to experiment. And my only thing is hopefully one day I'll be able to record and sing a song 
for the mini projects because I do want to sing a song. Like, I want it to be a very sad song. This is the first time he's telling me. <laughs> yeah, a very sad song. Like, I want people to cry. Oh, my so, God. I don't want to be, like, hype or anything. I want it to be sad, mellow. So maybe one day it'll happen. But that's my only thing. I'm going to promise you this. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's 10 years down the line. I'm going to come back. I'm going to look you in the eye. I'm going to be like, where is that sad song? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got so you. So you've given me and Emmy and the audience a treat today. Nice. Unfortunately, that is our time today. But before we go, where can we find your music? Oh, you can find us everywhere as The Many Projects. We are on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Twitter, everywhere at The Many Projects. Simple. Yeah easy to find well yeah. everyone this conversation has been a delight to have thank you the mini projects for joining Lama Cita today <laughs> remember that you're listening to Lama Cita on WLPNLP 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio Chicago broadcasting from the comfort of our homes okay.